Hey guys, I'm Darren. And I'm Pam. And welcome back to Head, Head and Heart 1313. Welcome back, guys. We're happy you're here. Yes, and we are happy to be here with you guys. We love doing this, and we're just so grateful for the opportunity to do it. And today, we are going to talk about something that's very, very important. Absolutely. We're going to touch base on conflict resolution. So if you joined us last time, we talked about communication and we kind of teased that we'd be going over conflict resolution this time as well. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Yeah, because one of the things is uh, for sure with communication, there will be conflict. Yeah. Now, last week we talked about the four different yeah, communication styles. Yes. And we actually went over three, but we missed one. Yeah. How dare us? <laughs> I think I think we missed it because one, we don't, we that's not either one of our communication styles. Right. Um, but we definitely want to go over that one in great detail, and it's actually going to flow right into what we have to discuss today concerning conflict resolution. Perfect. And just to go back, just for a quick recap to remind you, the four types were passive communication, aggressive communication, which is the one we missed. Passive aggressive communication, and then of course the assertive communication, which we all realize that's the one we should be striving to. Right. But like I mentioned, we didn't cover the aggressive communication, so we just kind of wanted to let you know what that looks like and probably go into conflict resolution and yeah. why it kind of flows that way. So, aggressive communication is the opposite of passive communication. So, if you remember, passive communication is someone who did not honestly express their thoughts or their feelings, they just kind of were very, you know, low key with it and just didn't want to be, kind of end up being trampled on and didn't want to cause conflict, so they just kind of became agreeable. Well, aggressive communication is the opposite of that. Someone with this style tries to force their opinions and feelings on other people regardless of what they think or feel. And it's often about being right or winning an argument. And they may resort to criticism or putting others down in order to prove a point. I think that honestly, when whenever this this type of communication style is mm-hmm. used, it is it is almost always going to create conflict. Yeah, absolutely. Because or always create conflict, I guess. Then, yeah. Because, um, for the most part, not for the most part, but who really wants someone to force their opinion on? Nobody you, know, likes that. you know, nobody likes to have opinions forced on them. And so when you communicate in this way, what you're trying to say essentially is like, I'm, I am right. right. And what I say matters and how you feel about it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And that is no way that you want to communicate that with anyone, but especially not your spouse. Absolutely. That's the my way or the highway type of person. Oh there. yeah. Totally. And, and even with the passive communication, which is the exact opposite of that, even they don't like it at all. And that will eventually get them to rise up and say, you know what? Hey, I, I don't like this Yeah, because you really are forcing your way of doing almost everything on them. Aggressive communication is, um, pushing buttons, Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like constantly pushing the buttons of the other person. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's not something that you, if you recognize that this is the communication style you have, Hey, we're not saying you're a bad person. No. But what we're saying is that this communication style 
um, is not going to work well within a marriage. No, it's not healthy. And so it's not healthy. And so we all need to work. We all mm-hmm. need help within our marriages. And we all need help in communication, especially doing it better or being um, better with communication. Right. And so in this particular style, you kind of need to work on it. Absolutely. And again, if you did not listen to the past podcast on communication, go it. back and listen to that <laughs> one. Because we're not just having a field day on pointing our finger and coming down on all the aggressive communication style people out there. Right. We actually, you know, owned up to our own communication styles and why they are not the best way either and why assertive is the way you want to go. Exactly. We did tell on ourselves in the last podcast, if you want to hear what we said. Check it out. You need to check it out. Absolutely. But Uh, let's move on to. Let's move on. Okay, so we are communicating, but we're not communicating well. And so we are now in having a passionate conversation. Passionate. Or we are fighting. Argument. Whichever whichever one you want to say it is. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Let's be real. Um, And so we're having those conversations. How do we fight fair? Ooh, how do we fight fair? What's, What's one of the things that we can do? I mean, I think we, we inevitably, we just kind of recognize that conflict is inevitable. Yeah. It's going to happen. So when it happens, try, I think we should try our best not to be so offended by the situation and become defensive in turn by doing that as well. Just recognize, okay, right now in this very moment, although I may be upset or we're having that passionate discussion. It doesn't mean that we no longer love each other or anything of that nature. And I don't need to be so offended. Let me backtrack, calm down, and kind of stay on course on what this is. So I think we just kind of recognize that conflict is inevitable as well. It is not necessarily a bad thing every time. No, it's not. So when so I love what you said about it. it's inevitable. Yeah. You are married to someone who is at the very core, the complete opposite of you. Pretty much. Um, for the most part, because, you know, if you're a lady, you're married to a guy, they're just at the core opposite. Yeah. It's a guy. <laughs> so, but in in that sense, you have to know that. And and so what, what, what Darren was saying about not being shocked right. is such an important thing because I feel like what happens is, you know, once you get married, and the honeymoon phase is over mm-hmm. and everything like that. Now, most of the times, if you know, when before you get married, you will have had a disagreement or something yeah. like that. Um, but after you get married and the honeymoon phase is over and you can't go to your house to calm down mm-hmm. and they can't go to their own house to calm down because you're now together, you've got to learn how to deal with that conflict in Correct. the right way. And so, ex- um, like you said, accepting that is key. You're not functioning with rose-colored glasses no. on, and that's important. So you have to get used to um, what's going on, but also recognize, like Darren said, co- all conflict is not bad. God uses conflict, actually, to grow you within your marriage, to grow each of you. Absolutely. A conflict is definitely just almost like that pressure that's put on, you know, coal to make diamonds and things of that nature. Yeah. When, you, when you're working out, you're probably using a lot of pressure to kind of build your muscles and things of that nature. So conflict is maybe the pressure that makes sure that you guys are in it for the long haul in your marriages and in your relationships. It kind of grows you. It yeah. makes you stronger within your rela- relationship as well. And then it kind of just also helps you realize what's really important, what's really not important as well. It kind of brings you back to, well, I still love my spouse so much. So whatever this situation is that we're probably at arms about, 
is not as important as I feel like in this moment. It kind of reiterates that with you as well, I believe. I love what you, I love us talking about how it grows you. And mm-hmm. I just want to go into a little bit more detail of that because I think also, um, you know, you just learn more the longer that you've been oh, married, right? Wisdom. That's just, that's is wisdom in, in, in a lot of, in, in that a lot. And so when that happens, like within your marriage and things of that nature, so when conflict comes and you recognize, okay, um, so he really appreciates me, you know, not saying this, or he really appreciates it when I do say this, or, you know, when Mm -hmm. you have a conflict and you realize the way you said something came off the wrong way, you adjust that and you change that. And it's not just for the benefit of your spouse, it's for your benefit and the other people that you are in relationship with outside of your marriage. Because how you relate to your um, spouse is also how you, in some ways, how you relate to other people. And I know that like, we, we want to change how we communicate with like our spouses and not recognizing that it also reflects or it, it goes into how you communicate with other people. So it's not just growing you in your marriage. You're learning how like, hey, maybe I came across this way to someone else when yeah. I said it like that. And so now you're growing and you're stretching and you're learning how to emphasize things mm. of importance and how to scale back on things that you know really aren't such a big deal. It's growing you. Absolutely. Conflict should not be a loss. It should be a lesson that you learn. And that's what I got from what you just said. You take we in a learn. Right. We in a learn. You learn. You, that's what you do. You never really lose. And I think that's what conflict helps you do is that you learn the lessons. You learn from those experiences. Even at the time where you feel like you may have felt miserably in this conversation where you may be overreacted or didn't or was too passive in the conversation, but you can learn from that and that experience helps you again grow. It helps you grow as a person, helps you grow in your communication style, and it helps bring you out and kind of give your marriage what it needs when, when we're talking about healthy communication because we know that that's very much needed and it helps you with conflict resolution as well and again when you continue to learn from past mistakes and past issues again it just makes you a better person yeah it does and side note real quick this is something that we don't just teach we don't just say for ourselves this Mm -hmm. is something we teach our kids yeah we are always telling our kids it's win or learn yes um we you know it now we're not like oblivious to the fact that um i'll just use my son for example he's playing flag football right now and his team has lost (laughs) so but we're not oblivious to the fact of like they actually lost the game but what we ask him or what we try to ask him is okay what did you learn because if you didn't win that game then you learn something from that game correct so it's 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 every situation aren't we the ones that say aren't aren't us christians the ones that say that um you know (laughs) god can use everything and turn it around for good and everything like that so every every loss in a sense in an argument or a conflict or something like that what did you learn from it absolutely so take it learn it apply it and try not to do that again. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. That's me. Absolutely. So I think the next um, point we want to bring up in healthy conflict resolution is that you want to fight fair. Yeah, you do. Now, this is key because it's all about maintaining respect for your spouse during the conflict. I think this is something that you picked up as well when you were doing some kind of study of your own, where focus on the family says that it's a matter of cultivating honesty 
while learning what it means to stay in love in the midst of conflict. And I think that's so good. Cause again, I love that so right. much. It's just like such a big thing, like staying in love in the midst of con- conflict mm-hmm. because the the reason uh, a lot of conflicts arise is because you both care about something. Yeah. You're both passionate about something. And it's just that you just have a difference of opinion and you're trying to get it across. Yes. And so you have to remember, I, you know, one of the things we talked about um, in our Building a Love That Last podcast, mm-hmm. we spoke about how we are made in the image of our, our, our Heavenly Father. Absolutely. And so we must remember that when it comes to our spouses. So in that fighting fair, it's key because you want to remember to respect your spouse mm-hmm. because they are made in the image of God. Correct, correct. So by fighting fair, what we mean is just, you know, obviously, you know, being respectful. We just mentioned that. So no name calling, no nothing, name nothing calling. juvenile, yeah. anything of that nature. Just, you know, let's keep it civil. And let's stay where we are and things of that nature and not do something to legitimately insult or legitimately disrespect the other person. Let's just talk about the situation. And if it becomes too heated, then agree to separate for a time if need be and then yeah. come back when t- when things cool off and things of that nature. That's all well and good. All is fair, you know, in that and what you guys decide to do as a couple. But I think it's just really important that we fight fair. We don't fight dirty in our marriage because you're on the same team. You're on the same team. Yes. yes. I'm yes. so you're, excited about that. I'm sorry. You're, you're on the same team and you can't, you know, be going at odds with the person you're on the team with because you can't grow. You can't achieve the goal that you want to achieve in your marriage. It makes no sense for, you know, if you're for, for, for a football team for the offense to be at odds with each other. You already have the defense on the side on the side opposite of you trying to keep you from scoring your goal. So it makes no sense for a team to be at odds against each other. Now you can have those passionate, you know, arguments, things of that nature, but you have to recognize that those arguments are those passionate discussions and during your conflict resolution is to get you guys both headed towards the same goal. It's yeah. not to split you guys apart. You right. guys are trying to find a way to get to the same goal. Right. So make sure you keep that in mind when you're having these discussions instead of it trying to be something that's divisive and get you on different spectrums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I love that so much. We are playing for the same team and it's something that we really, really have to do. No name calling, no mudslinging. No. I mean, and it's so good if you can take time apart. I, I would say with us mm-hmm. um when we've had our passionate discussions i'd say there's been a couple of times where we couldn't come to a resolution and we we're just like you know what we're gonna be done talking about this yep for the moment yeah. for the moment because we can't um peacefully come right together um to solve this right now mm-hmm. and so maybe just some time not speaking about it or you know that will just give us the clarity that we need yep there have been times mm-hmm. where you know we have gone to separate rooms for a small amount of time yeah. just to kind of like calm down because you don't want to say something that you can't take back yes you know i mean forgiveness is great and you you know it's something that you want to do but I'm of the mindset of sometimes I just really don't want to say anything that needs to be forgiven exactly um and so I kind of I have to try to remember that because the enemy loves to get me going and loves to use you know my frustrations to get me to talk because he knows I love to talk (laughs) um and so 
I have to be mindful of that so that I am not saying something that essentially can't be taken back because in your marriage, you are planting seeds. Yes, you are. When you speak to your spouse, when you speak over your spouse, um, when you're confirming or, you know, affirming your spouse, you are planting seeds. And so you are also planting seeds in the midst of conflict if you were saying hurtful things to them. You don't know how long that will last. I mean, think about it. You are however old you are. I'm 35, so Mm -hmm. I'll go ahead and give my age. I'm 35, but I can think of something someone said so long ago when I was in high school that still, I'm like, wow, that really bothered me. I mean, you know, I've let it go to an extent, but it bothered me for so long. So it, it, you know, you were able, I was able to hold on to it because words mean something and it planted a seed. Absolutely. And so you have to be mindful of the words that you use when you're speaking with your spouse because you don't want to plant the wrong seed. You always want to plant a nurturing seed, a loving seed, an affirming seed, a godly seed, but not these, you know, divisive seeds. Yeah. See, that's how you know we're in sync because I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> and you can think about a time where somebody said something to yeah. you in your past years and years ago, but yeah. for some reason it still hurts you when you think about it. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be the cause of that hurt for your spouse. Mm-hmm. And not only, not only that, but you just don't want to, you want to stay in a, in, a, in a way where you're always uplifting your spouse and never hurting them. And whoever said that that common phrase, sticks and stone may break my bones, but words never hurt me, that is a lie. Words hurt. The Bible says that death and life is in the power of the tongue. So you can uplift somebody with words in your mouth, or you can cause extreme pain and death with your tongue. As and well. speaking of the word, I have a scripture for you right here. It's Ephesians 4 29. It says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, mm. but only such as is good for building up. Yeah as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. We are supposed to be giving grace when we speak in the midst of conflict. Mm -hmm. We are supposed to be building up. It's not ignoring that there's an issue. It doesn't mean that you just say, oh, well, forget it. I was upset over it. No, 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 no. But you will speak life. You will be building up and you will extend Grace. Absolutely. Um, this is what God does to us every day. Right. And so we must be grace givers within our homes, within our marriage, to our spouses, in the midst of conflict, remaining in love. Absolutely. Just remember that Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yes. He will love to destroy your marriage, steal joy and happiness from your marriage as yeah. well. And we don't want to be used, or what I say, you know, get the okie doke by, by Satan, by allowing him to use our tongues to speak spit out words of death towards our spouse because again we know that stuff hurts a lot longer than physical hurt can sometimes last as well so let's keep that in mind and fight fair guys yeah yeah <laughs> well what's the other thing that you know yeah i think that, i mean one of the last things i think we, we discussed when we were talking about healthy conflict resolution is keeping the main thing the main thing that is so important yes, especially for me to hear yes i, I hear you i hear you but not, but not just for you me and myself now what we mean by that so you guys can understand what we say about keeping the main thing the main thing is that if you guys are, are passionately discussing something stay on that topic yeah and handle that topic discuss that and keep it where it needs to be you don't want to have one of those conversations where you're talking about uh, just for example, I, my wife may say, oh, I hate when you leave your clothes lying on the floor. 
and then I take it in turn. Well, I don't like all the dishes in the sink. I mean, what are we what are we discussing? My wife had a legitimate concern about me leaving my my float my clothes on the floor or whatever the case may be, but I've turned it into something else because I'm defensive now. So stay on task. If you and your spouse are having a conflict about something, let's not bring up stuff, old stuff, or just different stuff. Yeah. Let's sit there, listen to what the concern is, and, and, and stay on topic. <laughs> exactly, because what happens when you can go off the deep end, now you're upset, now you've gone down a rabbit hole. Yeah. You guys know that phrase. So like, now you've gone down this rabbit hole of offense and you're listing all the offenses that your spouse right. has and that and 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 now all of a sudden you're upset over something that happened like three years ago before you even got married when you intended to speak with them about putting the laundry away absolutely so you have to be careful about that and keep the main thing the main thing i will tell you this darren's really good about that um this is something that i think we've learned to do more recently mm -hmm. um this is not something we've done all the time yeah. because we're learning you absolutely. know and so one of the things we learned recently and he's been able to call it out i think we talked about that last podcast you have to be able to call out some things in your spouse yeah um you have to give each other permission to do that um and so one time uh when we were having a discussion about something it wasn't even a passionate discussion we were just talking about something mm. and i think i was getting heated about it um i was starting to heat up y'all mm -hmm. and he said something like hold on I think we're getting off topic because I think what we started talking about was this. And so now I'm confused if we're talking, you know, and yeah. I actually, and it doesn't happen often. Cause so I don't want you to think, <laughs> I don't want you to think that I am this saint all the time. Um, but in this moment, praise the Lord. I actually listened to what he said and I was like, Hmm, he's right. Um, so I tried to get back on the topic. Um, and so, that's something that you want to be able to do. Recognize when you're getting off topic and mm -hmm. get back on. Absolutely. Because again, for healthy conflict resolution, again, resolution, you're trying to resolve something. Yeah. So, yes. Yes. so <laughs> whatever the issue is at that moment, make sure that issue gets resolved, resolved. Yes. before we move on to something else or, or add something else to it that we weren't even trying to resolve in the beginning. That's now, good. what I will say though, is that if you're having a conflict by some, about something, and then you bring up something that happened two years ago or whatever crazy or something in the past. Now you do have to ask yourself, okay, that happened a long time ago. Why is that coming up now? Obviously, it didn't get addressed properly in that moment. That's good, yeah. So when you recognize that that has happened, okay, still stay on task, still stay on topic and resolve the issue that needs to be resolved. But when you guys have a moment, hey, you know, we had that, that passion discussion the other day or just a moment ago. And you said this, but that happened so long ago. Do we need to go back to this and make sure that gets resolved? That's Does good. this need closure? Is there something else that's that's stemming from this? That's because so because that stuff can linger as well, and then you don't want that stuff to come up later and realize. I thought we were over that when we actually were not. Yeah, <laughs> and that is so so important. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love what you said that conflict resolution is about resolving the conflict. You mm -hmm. cannot um ignore that part. And so, like trying to be right. I what is it that we say? Do hmm. you want to be right or do you want what is it? What is it that you say? Is it uh do you want to be uh right or do you want to be happy? No, 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 no. What does that say? 
Oh, it's like, do you want do you want to be right or do you want peace in your home? Ah, I think that's something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, we yeah. say, um, because oftentimes you have to you have to actively choose peace. You do. You said that before. Yes, you you yes. do. You have to actively choose peace. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you're gonna always quote unquote win mm-hmm. or that your point will your point or your opinion that you're trying to get across will come up come out as the one that should be on top or anything like that. But you have to choose peace above all of this. Absolutely. Because the enemy's job is to create division mm-hmm. and conflict and confusion within your marriage. If you are married, you will be attacked at any point. Yep. It's just it's just kind of how it goes. And so we have to choose peace when we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that, you don't have to always win the argument. Right, right. And I'm going to say something here and it might come out of its hearts, but I'm not I don't mean it in that vein at all. But if you like my wife said, because some people do have that where you're having this passion discussion, discussion or argument. And if you're one of the people where you have to be right, regardless of if, you know, it causes or if it causes not, not having peace in your marriage and you guys are arguing, but you just you care more about being right than about having peace in your marriage. That's that's a maturity issue that needs to be rooted out. Why do you feel such passion or pride about winning an argument over having peace in your marriage? Why is that so passionate? Why is that such an issue for you? And you need to pray about it. I encourage you to pray about that. God changed my heart in this area because when I feel like I'm right, I care more about being right than having peace in my house. There's, there's plenty of L's, if you will, losses for those who understand. What I'm saying. <laughs> There's plenty of losses in a sense, and not really, but you get what I'm saying. There's plenty of losses that I've taken for the sake of having peace in my house. There's plenty of times where maybe I've bitten my tongue, not in a bad way, not not holding back on something that my wife really needs to hear. That's but funny. you know, you have that thought in your mind, like, well, I could say this, but that's not gonna it's not gonna bring any resolution, and there it's not gonna go. bring any peace. So what am I doing? Does what what I'm saying going to benefit our situation? All is it going to have positive fruit or not? You know, so so you got to make sure that you keep it where it needs to be, and not focus so much on being right. That is so good, and I love what you just I love what you just said because that gives us clarity into this other verse. James one nineteen says. Mm-hmm. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, mm-hmm. slow to speak, and yes. slow to an- anger. So what I want to focus on in this verse specifically is the slow to speak because you just said something that was so important. Is what I'm about to say going to bring resolution? Because if yes. it's not, I don't need to say it. No. There are so many things that don't need to be said. Absolutely. You don't have to give every detailed account as to why you're upset because it's not going to further the discussion. It's not going to resolve anything. Nope. And so that is something that you have to take into account. And and that comes with maturity. Yes, you have to be mature. So is there an immaturity issue that you need to deal with? Because you have to be mature in these situations because level-headedness mm. is required it when is. you are in the midst of conflict. Oh, it it, is. It, 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 I'm sorry, it just is. It's not something that you can always have every time you're in conflict because we're human. Yeah. But you want, to, uh, you want to attempt to have that because you don't want to just let everything fly out of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, and to, and to go back on that, that's kind of going back to what Focus on the Family said. 
You want to do that because you love your spouse, regardless of how you feel in that moment, how upset you are, heated you are in that moment. Let your love for your spouse raise higher than that emotion. Let, you have to make sure you understand that regardless of how I feel right now, my love for my spouse is more important than how I feel in this moment. Yeah. And don't let that, that one moment turn something into a lifetime or years and years of heartbreak and heartache that you kind of have to go back and take your foot out your mouth for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's so important. And listen, guys, this is just something that, this is just what we've found um, that mm-hmm. has been helpful for us. Yeah. This is stuff that we researched to find because we wanted, we ultimately wanted to improve our marriage. Yes. And so we know that communication is a big thing for people and conflict resolution is a big thing for people. Um, and so we just wanted to give out this information to help. So we'll go back through just very quickly. It's important to remember that conflict in marriage is inevitable. Yep. So don't, happen. don't go into it with rose colored glasses. Yep. You know, take take those off and understand that also conflict is not always bad. No, it's not. It will grow, grow you. It will grow you. You do want to fight fair. Correct. That is very, very respectable. important. You want to be respectful. Want to be respectful for your spouse. Yes. You don't want to mudsling like we said. And yes. And if you can remember this, mm-hmm. just remember this. Learning what it means to fall, to stay in love in the midst of conflict. Yes. Because that is something that I love. That is something that really speaks to my heart. Mm-hmm. Because that is something that you have to learn. Yes. And also keep the main thing the main thing. Yes. Guys, we're just champions for marriage. And we, we want to be set up for success. We want you set up for success. That's why we do this. And we just love successful couples we love um couples who may have be struggling in certain areas to start to get it and to come out of it and see things god's way we just want everyone to win and learn lessons while getting to the win exactly and if you guys have heard anything yeah that you thought was helpful we encourage you to review yes to rate this podcast and to of course share it with others We are not the only people that are dealing with this. Every married couple is going to deal with this issue. Every, if you're a person, communication is key. Yes. (laughs) Conflict resolution is key. It's something Mm -hmm. that you, it's a skill you need to have as a person. Absolutely. Um, And so, but especially in marriage, I feel like it's so, so very, very important. And so... We hope you enjoyed this time that we spoke with you concerning this. If there's anything that you want us to add or something that you wanted us to speak about, let us know. You can always um, email us at headandheart1313 at gmail.com. You can always leave a comment on this uh, podcast. We love to read comments, so go ahead and leave one. Um, And just, of course, if you have any suggestions of anything else that you want us to speak about, please let us know because we'd love to speak with you um, about topics that you are concerned about. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I pray us out then. Yeah. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time to come together and to learn more about communication and about healthy conflict resolution. Um, We recognize that it's going to happen, but we know that you can use that to grow us, Lord God. So I pray, Lord, that 
in the midst of heated issues um, that everyone has with spouses from time to time that you stay in the midst of it all, that we hear your voice in the midst of it all, and that we work towards a resolution for whatever that issue is, Lord God. So speak to us, uh, work within us, help us to hear your voice and to go forward loving our spouse through the midst of conflict, Lord God, and just keep us where you want us to be. We love you so much. We give you praise on and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, until next time. We're out of here. Bye, guys. Bye.